Amen. I'm going to be talking with you on the secrets of uncommon accomplishment. And, um, and by the way, these things I'm sharing with you are the principles I built my life on. So take them seriously. I am not a, um, how do I put it? I'm not a preacher in the sense of the word um, preacher. That's someone that just gives sermons. No. I minister from my life. What I have proven, what I have used, and what has worked. Amen? So pay attention to what you're learning. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 20, we'll read two openings and we'll start. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do, hallelujah, say our God is able to do. I want to talk to you today on the God factor. The God factor. It is one of the reasons for our success as a ministry, the God factor. It says, now unto him, say unto him, that is able to do. I love this. What is he able to do? The Bible says, exceeding. In other words, God is able to go beyond all presupposed limits. The word exceeding is hooper below. It means to go beyond all presupposed limits. It says now unto him that is able to do exceeding. Hallelujah. If this was all we had, this was good enough. To know that your God is able to go beyond all presupposed limits. In other words, there's no limit to what God can do. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor there's no limit to what God can do. No, there's no limit. There's no limit. So it's important you take the limits off of God. Please give us Psalm 78 verse 41. 78 verse 41. Hallelujah. Is it out there? All right, ready together, please. One, two, read. Again. The Bible says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Think about that. He sent them to the to spy out the promised land. They got there. And they saw the walls. And they saw the giants, the children of Anak. And the Bible says that they returned and said, We were grasshoppers in their sight. And so we're in our own sight. Or better still, we're grasshoppers in our sight, and so we're in their sight. Now think about that. They were concerned about what they could do, not what God could do. Go to the book of Numbers. Let me show that to you. Numbers. 
Numbers chapter 13. And let's get a few thoughts from this, these guys. Numbers 13, I want to begin from verse 26. Let me begin from verse 25. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. I want to watch this. They searched the land for 40 days and because of their doubt, God gave them 40 years of wandering. In other words, unbelief prolongs the miracle. God wanted them to spy the land for 40 days and come up with faith and enter into their promise. But from the 40 days they had doubt and for every day of doubt they had a year of wondering. Now it's one day of faith can settle a whole year. One day of faith And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. Think about that. Think about that. One, one day, one day, one day. Think about what you can, you can just release your faith one day or, or spend quality time with God one day and affects it for a whole year. One day. Are you aware they have said that people who go to church once a week extend their life from four to six years? They live longer? Just giving God one day a week. You extend your life four to six years. Not believers research, unbelievers research. Verse 25 again. It says, They returned from searching of the land after 40 days, and they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, and to all the congregation of the children of Israel, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told them and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely, watch this, surely it floweth with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it in other words God shows you that great future and you see oh boy this is the possibility I have in God this is what I can achieve in God but nevertheless they said in the next verse nevertheless surely it flows in milk and honey Surely it flows in milk and honey. How want you think about it? The great future, the dreams you have that you could have pursued, but you're so self-conscious, they've allowed the dream die. In 1999, my pastor was doing a series on the end time. And how the world was moving towards a cashless society and all those kind of things. And I knew God had called me to start a work for him. In fact, then we had already started two years as a campus fellowship. And while he began to tell us all the things that were happening, and I was wondering, boy, how could I do your work? 
But I said, anyway, I'll trust you. And God has proven himself faithful. Can I get an amen? Look at verse 27 again. And they told him and said, We came unto the land which had now sent it us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. I don't, I don't doubt whether God can heal you. I know God can heal. I've seen it in the Bible. I don't doubt what God can provide. I don't doubt it. I've seen it in the Bible. But you've limited God. When you use that word but you've limited God. See, a lot of times we think that um, people who are not receiving miracles really didn't believe at all. Some of them believe and mix it with unbelief. Remember the boy that was epileptic. His father said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. See? A lot of people have corrupted faith. They have corrupted faith. They have faith that I know God can do it. I believe God can do it. But, you see, they begin to explain. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Oh, that, that venue. Oh, it's a perfect venue for us to use as a church. But we don't have many givers. No, I took the step of faith. I took the step of faith. Gave our house rent. And see what the Lord has done. Open doors for, for TV broadcasts here and here, here and here. Think about it. And they told him and said, We came unto the land where that thou sentest us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, they said, The people be strong that dwell in the land. Did you see that? I said, Did you see that? Let me read some of my notes here. Hallelujah. They said, Nevertheless, the people be stronger dwell in the land, and the cities are world and very great. Your complaining is the limitation. So long as you keep on complaining, you're building walls between you and your miracle. I know God can do it, but if you know how. how how long I've been trying. See? He said, nevertheless, the people will be stronger than the land. The cities are walled. Think about this. And very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. He said, what God said is true. But we, we realize something God didn't tell us. And that's the way a lot of Christians are. God said, God said, God said, but you've been in another world between you and your miracle. God said, God said, but you've been in another world between you and your miracle. 
And don't forget this. Whether you receive a miracle or not, God is still God. So don't think you're doing God a favor by believing. You're doing yourself a favor. Father, perform this miracle that they might know that you are God. Show that you are the true God. He said, before the mountains were brought forth. From everlasting to everlasting. What is God? So what is he proving himself? You believe the word. You take him at his word. You say the circumstances are bad, but I choose to believe God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. See, this is the attitude that wins. See, faith is a confident attitude based on God's word. A confident attitude. Verse 29. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. See, they were explaining the problem. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. See, so there are some people that come to you for help and for counseling. When they are through with you, you are almost as down as they are. You see, you know, the Bible says, I said, Pastor, I know. So the Bible says, now unto him that is able, they completed exceedingly abundantly above all that can ever ask or think, according to the power that worked in us. I said, Pastor, I know that was. But, you see, this is my condition, and I, it has been there for a long time. I have fasted, I have prayed. Have you considered what is unbelief? Pastor, I know that the Bible says, <laughs> what is your problem? I'm not doubting God, though. I know God can do whatever he wants to do. But I don't know why he has not even done my case. The children of the Jebusites, the Hittites, they are all the reasons why this thing will not work. Pastor, I've been believing God for a husband. I'm telling you for, 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 for up to three, four years now. I have called forth. I have sown seed. I have done everything. And I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm not seeing any husband. I don't even understand. Eh? Why will I not get a husband? I have killed people in my village. Some people, my grandmother died. I'm not still married. Eh? The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Canaanites, the Gegashites, all these people. I, I, see, Pastor, see, I'm beginning to perceive that maybe I'm not supposed to marry. Who said so? <laughs> not because you're looking for a husband. And you couldn't find what means God doesn't want you to marry. No, there will be a new one witness. You won't have a desire for it. And some people, don't, they don't have a desire for marriage. I'm telling you, they don't have no desire for any woman. Some women, they don't have any desire for any man. They're just like that. They are complete. Yeah. Some of them, they tried to get married and they couldn't get married. And they just knew in their spirit that marriage is not theirs. Just leave it. And Rita C. Mills. She didn't get married. Her sister didn't get married. Her other sister. They started gospel light publications together. They didn't get married. And they were never convicted of any sin. No adultery. Nothing. They lived pure. So don't say because you couldn't find a husband. Say maybe the Lord. Maybe. Not maybe. Stop using the gaga shot as an excuse. Hallelujah. Look at this, verse 29. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. I would admit it in this by yourself. I'm telling you. 
But you know that if you don't know anybody in Bayelsa, you can't go far. My brother, Adelai, and the person said, no, two have agreed. So you have sunk yourself deeper. They asked you, how is business? Boss, tight. Tight. No, since pastors preaching integrity, 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 we cannot bribe now, so things are hard for us. So following God's way is bad, right? So, <laughs> so now you're accusing God. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. It's true. Those who eat Amala, then southwest. And the, the, <laughs> the Hittites and the, the Jebusites. The Jebu people. The Jebusites are there. Some come say, I'm from a Jebu, that's why I've not made progress. It's a lie. See, you know I'm from Torogbene. I'm from Ekakpamre. I'm from Kalama. You know, Kalama means small village. So that's why everything I do is small. I've tried to grow this, but there's no resource. Stop lying. Say, but Master, I know what I've gone through. The challenges. My village in Sagbama is the most wicked part of Sagbama. I'm telling you. That's, hey, don't give excuses. Because the bigger the opposition, the bigger the opportunity. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. See, that's, see I've come to understand something about God. That when the big challenges, let me give you an instance. Sometimes, let's say, I'm going through a lot of challenges. Let's say, I'm going through challenges. That season of challenge is always a season of my greatest increase. Why? Because God magnifies his grace in the midst of your challenge. You didn't catch that. In the midst of your challenge, let's say the month they didn't pay your rent, they didn't pay your, your, your salary, is the month you had more money. That's the way your life ought to be. Because the problems of your life ought to reveal the involvement of God in your life. I just told you what happened to me on Friday. When I was through, the Lord spoke to me and said, buy this and buy this. And I took the stuff, I looked at it to read it. It's got a lot of vitamins in it. And I saw it said, good for the heart. And I told my wife, I said, I didn't even know it was used for the heart. So now that challenge reminded me that God knows more about the human body than I do. Don't let a challenge weigh you down. Because God wants to use that problem to glorify himself. Mm. I wish I had time. Let's, let, let's use the one we have now. Look at this. It says the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites were by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. All kinds of excuses. I could have had an excuse. I wrote Jam two or three times or thereabout. First time I wrote Jam, I didn't make it. 
and I will tell you where the problem began. When we are in SS GS3, and they are moving us to SS1, they moved the most intelligent people to SS1A. But I knew in my spirit I was supposed to be a social science student. But, you know, when you are very intelligent, you should be a science student. Right? You're doing well in science. You did well into science. You did, you're doing well. You're one of the smartest kids on oh, kids. Sorry, students on, on this uh, campus or this college. And they put me in SS one A, SS SS two A, SS three A. And I wrote jam and impassive. They began to think that they're they're worrying me. They're stopping my jam. I wrote a second jam. I didn't pass it. Hmm. Kizzy, kizzy, kizzy. They're worrying him. And I told my dad, I said, Daddy, there's something. Uh, I saw the advert of CFU on TV. I said, That is the university I'm supposed to go to. He said, No, no, no. It's not accredited. It's not accredited. You are going to UI, the laws of my destiny, my father and my uncle. Uniben. Or Ife. That's what you are going to. Yes, sir. I wrote, I didn't pass. Was it the Amalekites? No, I was on the wrong track. So you could be here. Things are difficult. Go and spend some time with God. Let Him show you the way. While my parents were thinking it could be spiritual, and my uncle were think my uncle was thinking maybe because I was a Christian, so maybe I was reading Bible too much. It had nothing to do with Bible. I was studying away from my divine destiny. As soon as I aligned with social science, everything popped open for me. Give you another instance. My younger sister. She said she went to go to ABU Zaria. She spent two years as an outstudying student. Do you know that kind of admission? You are on the campus, but you are not a student. Your parents are sending you money. You are not. <laughs> How many of you have ever been in that situation? Let me see. You've ever been like that. Nobody has been like that. I know some of you have been like that. You don't want to tell me. <laughs> For two years. But before then, I had this thing in my spirit. She was supposed to go to BIU with me, you know, a private university. She said, No, no, she doesn't want to go to a private university. That school life will be boring. Now, ABU Zaria. Okay. After two years of Zari, she came home finally. After they were paying rent, and came home and said, Okay, I want to go to the BIU. And she went to BIU and graduated. Two. Third one, my brother. Because some of you may think there's somebody, something worrying your family. There's nothing worrying your family but ignorance of hearing God's voice. You don't know how to hear God's voice. My younger brother, he first of all chose, I think it was UI, first choice. And second choice was another university. I can't remember. The testimony better in his own mouth. And this, my dear brother, Wrote the first jam, he didn't make it. Okay, set his hand for the second jam. I told him, I told him, I said, I believe God wants you to go to AAU, Ambuzari University. 
He said, no. There's UI or Unilag. The second jam, when he wrote the second jam, the, when they brought the, what do you call that, your, your resource slip back, they changed the university to the way he wrote the first one. You know what I'm saying? You apply to go to Unilag and UI. The next one is okay, UI and Ekboma. No, they said Unilag and UI. I presume that sometimes Jam, they used to know your name. I said, this person again, part two. Possibly. I don't know. I'm not a Jam official. So the second time he did it, he went to UI, ran around, he couldn't make it. To Unilag, couldn't make it. So he came to me and I said, you have to go to Ambrose University. I said, go and buy your change of course form. He went and bought it. And he said, what should you choose? Political science or one other course? I said, take political science. So he chose political science. And we went, you know, a, a guy was helping him. A young man was helping him. And, you know, there's these people who want to give you admission, but they can never give you the admission. You keep spending money. How I many of you have been in the admission processes? Oh, praise God. We are not alone. So, <laughs> the young man was helping him, no admission. So finally, he came home. I said, Let, let's go. I didn't know anybody in Nekoma. Nobody. A pastor of a small church in Ukiyokwe. Not in the Benin Central. So you can know how local the place was. And I wore my suit, my faded blue suit. And we went to Ekboma. Went to see the HOD of the department. He had some young men there and he was playing with a girl. We were there waiting, waiting. I said, this man is not serious. While I was there, I heard a man talking as he passed. The Spirit of God said, follow him. So I followed him. And we entered his office. First of all, I just greeted him. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Please sound the seats. Okay, okay, come in, come in. He opened his office. We sat down. And I said, I'm Pastor David Walifeso. This is my younger brother, Femi Feso. Um, we want to talk to you with regards to my younger brother's admission. He said, who told you that I give admission? I said, God told me. He said, come on, you young man. Just be going to ask questions. You come and be saying that uh, God spoke to you. I said, God told me. Watch this. Then he said, all right. What is his name? What is his name? My younger brother came out in the visas list in that year and there were only 10 names in the list. Could that be why you've been struggling and making no headway? Because you are running contrary to God's plan for your life. This is my seventh jam. I have told God I'll read accounting. Did God say you should read accounting? You want to read accounting. Now they are counting your jams answer scripts. Now they are counting it. Now jam can account for the fact that you are a faithful accountant. Writing and marking things. See? A lot of people are that way. Unnecessary, unnecessary hardship. It wasn't necessary for me to write jam again and again and again. I told my father, I said, I perceived. He said, no, you will not go. I left secondary school in 93. Going to university in 97.
just because my father could not hear God's voice. So you could be you could be having a prolonged miracle because you can't hear what God wants to do to position you for your miracle. I look at you young people. I look at you young people. And, and I wonder when will people learn? So I say, Pastor, Pastor always wants to hear from God. If you spent four years at home, a BSc at atomness, you will realize what I'm talking about. They took me to Ogun State University. I was deported back home. 94, 95, I was in the What did I get out? Nothing. Because my father couldn't hear God's voice. The Malachi signed this out. The Gegashites. Whereas nobody's fighting. If only you could hear God. You will improve the quality of your life. If only you could hear God. Hallelujah. Is anybody learning something today? That's why many of you are going through your hardship. You will not spend time with God. You are too much in a worry to achieve it. Hey, young man, you're just going straight to Ekoman. Once writing, pew, is in school. Once. Stop making out a plan for your life. Find out God's plan for your life. And follow him. Bayasa was not on my radar. It was not on my radar. I, I was supposed to pastor in Benin. From Benin to Abuja, Lagos. And guess what? Or Los Angeles. I planned my way to LA. But the Spirit of God led me to Bayelsa. And see what the Lord is doing. Think about it. See, some of you are going through what you're going through because you won't listen to God. You're looking for this excuse. This is the reason why this one, this is the reason why this another. This is the reason. Sit down. Sit down, boy. Sit down, girl. Listen to God. The Malachi is in the land of the south. And I'd have gotten the contract, but um, I think is that I think is that man that is the problem. I, I think is that man. You think? Assumption and presumption. I told you are the father and mother of frustration. Stop assuming. You, you, you got to know where to go, what to do, where to do, when to do. Hallelujah. 
and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Didn't God see the problems? Did God see the problems? You see, we must realize that God had anticipated the problems before he sent you. He had anticipated the problems. When I first came to Bias in 2004, the rent was so high. So I said, okay, let's find a house. We tried to get a house. Then 70,000 was like 7 million. So their house is 70,000. Jesus! I was living in a four-bedroom apartment in Benin and it was 4,000 naira per month. So in a whole year, my, my house rent was 48,000 naira and you want me to rent one-bedroom apartment or Jesus! I couldn't imagine it. So I went back to Benin. And we, we couldn't pay for the radio broadcast anymore in Benin. And as I told my, my leaders, I called our pastor, I said, I am the Jonah here. I have to go to Bayelsa. That afternoon, I carried my bag, my baggages, and I left. Immediately, I came to Bayelsa. Began to leave and squat and squat and squat. And now one million is one thousand naira. Why, pastor? I followed God. Seventy thousand was seven million. When I hear it's 50,000, it's 40,000. Yeah, for one room? Ha! Can someone ever pay that? My house rent is 1.450. God. If you follow God, if you follow God, you beautify your life with His glory. If you will follow God. And think about this young man. I couldn't pay rent. For one room. God gave me a duplex. I don't struggle to pay. The, the rent is not a prayer matter. Father I pray. Oh touch the hearts of people. Look at Touch. Nothing like that. We had already paid before someone came and said, I'm, I'm giving one million for pastor's rent. I said, I didn't tell anybody about that. See, if, if you will follow God, if you will follow God, stop making excuses. They are Malachites. The Gegashites. And the reason I, I didn't get it, you know that uh, when I was in school, I had a third class. Who knows you had a third class? They didn't, the people give you a contract. Did they say you should bring your papers? They didn't ask you for that. They just told you, apply for the contract. They didn't give you, you say, because I am not from his village. Who said so? It has been said that we really reveal who we are when we are under pressure. And that's true. Because what you really believe comes out when you're under pressure. Verse 30, please. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are able to overcome it. Hmm. What a mindset. 
Instead of the man looking, looking at the situation, he said, No, 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 let us go up at once. See, there are stations we are planning to buy in this nation. I'm telling you, I don't want to name them because you'll be like, Pastor, relax, we are coming. We are building our faith, we are training our people. Because there are things going to stole me. And I, I noticed that as I believed for it, I saw the miracle. As I believed for it, I saw the progress. As I believed for it, I said, boy, this thing works. Do you know how much our TV bill is every quarter? 2.85 million every three months. I don't beg you for money. I don't manipulate you for money. You follow God. If you follow God, if you follow God, it might start rough. Things were rough when I first got into this land. Rough. I was squatting. Think about it. I lived in a four-bedroom apartment. You had two toilets in the house. No, two bathrooms. And you come here and you're squatting. You know what it means to have your bathroom inside your, your, house, your house. Now you're squatting and not only are you squatting, you are sharing all these conveniences. You're running out in the case of an emergency and you knock and someone says, Adeo. <laughs> You're like, after living in a four bedroom apartment, for the glory of God, you are jogging for Jesus. Hurry now, hurry, hurry. And I became a Bible citizen where the Bible says, He that pissed against the wall. What a life! But I kept on believing. I told the young men that were around me, I said, see, in this land, who will impact this land? Who will get on radio? Who will get on TV? Who will impact the world from one point? And I think about it now. Then it go to our blog spot. People from Malaysia, from the United Kingdom, from the USA, from all these countries, going to our blog spot. Why, boy? I chose to believe. Call from Cameroon, from Ghana, from South Africa, email from South Africa. If you follow God, we are well able. Stop discounting yourself. We are well able to overcome it, we are well able to possess it. God is with us. The Bible says, With God, nothing shall be impossible. And God is with you. If God is with me, I am with Him. No, no, don't, tell, don't tell me it's not possible. And Thomas, I love the challenge. Because it's not a challenge against the challenge against God. 
I love a, a challenge. Someone says, uh, the reason I didn't graduate is because I served God. You're lying in your teeth and you know it. I went through school. I know what it means for them to say, the ceiling has sat down. Your project will not be accepted. And it was not my fault. I was being supervised by a professor that was a professor in another university. I was working in another university. City that sat, cases closed. And I went to a corner with tears in the corner of my eye. I said, Lord, I served you. Travel to worry. Because they said we'll do the carryover as a summer course. In other words, we'll do it in between the semesters so nobody will know we carried over. So we'll just bring my project, I'll submit it then. So my father gave me the money. I said, No, 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 no carryovers. I've never had a carryover. I said, I'm going to sow this money. And I gave it on Sunday. And on Monday, a lady came from school and said, you're wanted by the dean. I went to the dean. They said your result is on the board. So your cumulative GPA is now 4.31 GPA. Our God is able. Jesus saying, I know God can do this, but remove the bot. Remove it. Choose to believe. Choose to believe. No matter what you say, choose to believe. So I said, Pastor, how can I believe what I don't see? You believe in TV signals. Can you see them? You believe in, in MTN. Have you seen the owner of MTN? Have you seen the signal of MTN? And yet you can call. Say no signal. Because you saw something like this. Can you see the signal? You can't see it. But you believe it. I believe God is able. I believe it. I believe God will come true. Even in the last moment, I believe it will come true. I believe it. I choose to believe. I know what it means to leave your body. Leave your body. And I told myself, I'm a child of God. Began to quote the word and I found myself in my body. God is able. God is able. God is able. Don't give an excuse why it will not happen. Find reasons why it should happen. From the word of God, find reasons why it should happen. Why it should happen rather. Find reasons. That's what got us here. That's what's going to take us to the next level. That's it. That's it. It's not about me. It's about him. It's about him. He makes all the difference. Because it's not by might. It's not by power. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. Bow your heads in Jesus' name. Talk to the Lord. So here you're not born again you need God in your life he's the one that makes all the difference if there's anyone here that's not born again I want you to put your hand up quickly 
Anybody, quickly, before we pray. You want to receive Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior. want to invite God into your life. Anybody like that here today? In the absence of any, play this song. Zena Kenefa 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 Zena Sitting abundantly above all we ask or think. Take the limits off of God. Take this moment and take the limit off of God. Reasons why you believe what you're believing for wouldn't happen. Take those limits off. Take those limits off today. Thank you, Father. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We bless your name, my Father. Father, we give you thanks. We give you
give you thanks. Thank you. Thank you.